0: This retro thing for what it is Nostalgia I goes heavy On those things when we were kids I've got the memories of falling While my hair is turning red
1: Rob, you know those, these episodes where we don't have to do anything? These are good episodes.
2: Yeah, I appreciate them.
1: I like these episodes. I'll make up for it by giving you... You know what episode we haven't done yet? It occurred to me yesterday. Richie Rich. The uh, Macaulay Culkin movie, Richie Rich.
3: Are we supposed to do that? I feel like we need to do that. Huh. I think I conflate that one in my head with Home Alone. Similar time, I guess. Mm, I mean, yeah. yeah.
1: And it's it's kind of playing into the same idea.
3: Mm. I have a really
2: weird, vivid memory of me sitting watching that movie while sketching Beavis and Bird.
1: Yeah. It is a really weird memory. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? If the audio is weird on my end, my microphone's being strange. So everyone yeah, I, keep I, I that in mind. We were talking about we'll Richie Rich stuff. and how it was weird that we hadn't done a Richie Rich episode yet. Oh, that's right.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, I don't think it's that weird. I don't know. I don't remember it that well. So,
1: well, that. good news. I think we're going to have to do that episode.
2: Are we? Uh, are
3: we on the verge of any theme months? Where are we right now in the? Um, I don't think so. At least not until October, mm-hmm. with its standard theme. Mm -hmm. Um, what was the dumb one we had for September oh September if we want to do September I guess that's still on the cards (laughs) something to think about yeah yeah I don't think so other than that all right well why not introduce what we're we're doing today with zero prep
1: (laughs) yeah we're doing tears of the kingdom why? Be- you ask? Well, that game's only two months old because at this point, how many hours have you put into it?
0: I, I don't
2: know how to find out because I'm not the primary account owner on my Switch so I can't figure out how I, th- how I see it but I, I want to say upwards of 60.
1: It shouldn't matter. If you click your little profile icon at the top, it should tell you. Okay, maybe I'll check again. But yeah, for sure. Go get, go get, go get, go get your Switch.
3: Oh, I guess I said it's like right go here. Go get
1: it. Let's find out live. So in the meantime, for anyone who does not know, the Switch monitors your time in increments of five hours for some reason. So you'll always know how much you've put into a game, but it will be more than 60 hours, more than 65 hours.
2: Okay, you're going to talk me through this and where I go.
1: If you, on the on the main menu, if you click on the top left where your profile icon is. Oh yeah, I did that part, I'm there. Okay, then in, on the bottom, it should just show your playtime for various games. No,
2: see, because I, I, I think if I go to Melissa's, it will because she's the like Nintendo account. Yeah, it's showing it for her. Wow, she's played more than ninety hours. So I,
3: I daren't even think about what I played. Okay. Oh uh, man,
1: God. I wish we could find out for sure. That's mad. One hundred and eighty-five on Breath of the Wild as well. Has <laughs> she finished the like? Has she finished Tears of the Kingdom?
2: No. No, she um she's about the same story point as I am, but I'd say I've
1: done more overall. So, okay, so y- let's say you're at between ninety and hundred hours. Then
2: that that would be a, a good guess, I would say. Sorry, I'm far
1: away. We're it's between not- we're between seventy and eighty. Right. So the the general idea and most of this idea episode came from, I think it was an off mic. We were something was happening. We were waiting for something to happen, and we were just talking about Tears of the Kingdom. Off mm. mic. I was like, that should just be an episode. Yeah. I and mean, the idea was to strike while the iron is still hot ish.
2: Well, it may have even been I was something we're both enjoying um, on whatever episode we did together last.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So the idea is after this many hours, are we still liking Tears of the Kingdom? Because Rob, I sometimes have a love hate relationship with that game.
2: I get it. I get it. And I would say that I've, I was without the game for around 10 days because um, Melissa was away, so she took it with her. Um, she came back Sunday. It's now Thursday. I didn't actually pick it up and play it until last night. So clearly part of me knows it's not a good idea to always play this game.
1: Was there any sort of negotiation involved before she took it away for 10 days? No, nope, I was going to Blues Fest. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the timing was fine. For anyone not in the know, blues fest is our week long, 10 day long.
2: It's it's, it's nine very days
1: long. with a two-day gap in between. So it was four days straight and then five days straight. Uh big music festival that we have here in Ottawa. And the idea of blues blues <laughs> is long gone, which you still see people complain about oh, where's, where's Dave Matthews band? It's like they're not there. Yeah, they're not coming.
2: What I can report is that on the main blues day, it was the poorest attended day of the festival.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and that's probably why. Because here's the thing about giant music festivals. They want to make money to justify being a giant music festival. So if your headliners are Blues Traveler, Blue Rodeo, and the fucking Dave Matthews Band, that's not going to happen. (laughs) If it's Foo Fighters, Weezer, Shania Twain, and... Pitbull...
3: Pitbull,
2: yeah. Although, like, that crowd was already packed from ludicrous. I've seen videos
1: since, and, and it was like, you couldn't see the ground. It was that full. I can't accept, yeah, that Pitbull was responsible for that. <laughs> ludicrous, yes, but once it gets into fucking the big of the art, of the heart of the fall timber. No. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, on our side, it's still a joint effort you two are playing separately we are not we sit down together and play which most of the time works fine we have a little bit of i tend to get distracted Mm. so we will sit down with a singular focus of okay tonight we're gonna do this side quest and i'll go fantastic what's that though and then our entire night gets derailed immediately
2: But that is this game I think that is the true experience of this game. I don't think you can commit to a single thing. It's just not designed that way.
1: No, it's not. And that's sometimes where I guess most everyone knows Tears of the Kingdom is the new Legend of Zelda game following in the footsteps of Breath of the Wild in that it is not only an open world, because, okay, we are now in, I would call it a restructuring of a lot of the way open world games work, whereas let's say you have something like Assassin's Creed Mm -hmm. you will pull up a map and it will just show you here's 18,000 things you can go do right now. Set a marker and follow that marker over here and do a side quest, or follow it over here and get a collectible, or follow it over here and there's a different type of side quest, or follow Mm -hmm. it over here like just a cluttered ass map of shit
2: well, to be fair, you still have to unlock the maps first, but yeah, your, your point dead.
1: Whereas now, with things like Breath of the Wild and Elden Ring and, well, mm-hmm. Tears of the Kingdom and I fourth example I had and forgot, maybe Hollow Knight even to an extent, maybe, I don't know, I haven't played it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get a giant open world and you are essentially just told, go.
2: Yeah, that's, that is pretty true of Hollow Knight as well. Yeah, so it's really up to you what direction you go in. Um, and like, you discover for yourself how difficult things are yeah, just by arriving at them.
1: Yeah, it's not going to tell you, there's not going to be a character who says, Oh, I don't know if you should go with the enemies are pretty strong in there. Or like right now, I'm playing a lot of Final Fantasy 16, and it very much gates like, Oh, this enemy, if you want to go and find them. They're at a level thirty-nine, and you go. Well, I'm a level twenty-nine. Mm. That's bad math. So I'm not going to do that. Whereas mm. Breath of the Wild, right away, you could encounter. Here's a giant fucking dragon. Mm-hmm. Try if you want. Yeah. But
3: one shot dead. One shot yeah. dead. It's
1: like, well, where do I get better armor? Mm-hmm.
3: Figure yeah. it out. Is there a guy that sells armor? Kind of. Yeah. You can try that if you want to.
1: And that's essentially the game. Now, as somebody, Rob, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this before, but as somebody with two children, sometimes game time can be precious. Oh, yeah. So sometimes I need to sit down for my, you know, hour, hour and a half session and walk away from it going, okay, I did this. I did this. Like right now, again, with Final Fantasy, PlayStation now does this thing. I don't know if it's because I'm a, a premium member because it doesn't seem like it's an option uh, for wife, where it tells you what percentage th- you are through the game. Do you see that on yours?
2: Uh, yeah. I like, mean it's been a, it's been a while since I played a PlayStation game that I would be tracking that, but yeah, that sounds familiar.
1: Yeah, like uh, before you click the icon on the home screen, it'll show you you're yeah. this percentage through. Yeah, so I can see that and go, oh shit, when I started playing I was 82% and now I'm 87% through the story but I also know I did five side quests and I did this and this where we have had multi-hour Tears of the Kingdom sessions where we will walk away from that and go I guess we have a sense of where to get better armor right? but mostly we just wandered around in the sky and didn't find anything
3: yeah, I mean, I,
2: I definitely have that experience more in the depths than in the sky.
1: I don't even fuck with the depths anymore.
2: <laughs>
1: There's nothing down there.
2: It's not true. There's so much down
1: there. So much. What is stuff. down there? I haven't found anything down there.
2: I think I found half of my armor down there.
1: Really? Yeah. <laughs> All I find is shadow goop and death.
2: But here's the well, there's also the fact that you need to be down there and kind of uh, grinding to improve your battery life because you you can extract that Zonite stuff and turn it into extra cells for your batteries and right that was all of the stuff you want to fly around or whatever
1: so yeah, I guess that is okay, so that's the other thing is sometimes Tears of the Kingdom feels like how it feels when I'm trying to clean my house where you <laughs> yeah. set out with a you set out and you go, okay. I am going to organize the kids' toys. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to start by taking these and organizing them into bins. Okay, but the thing that's in this bin shouldn't be there. So I should probably first move that. Well, where's that going to go? Maybe in their closet? There's not enough room in their closet. But if I move that and donate it, then I can do... God damn it, there's a lot of clothes in here. Sometimes that's what playing the game feels like.
2: I totally, totally understand, even though I can't relate to having done the task that you're talking about for for my kids, because I have not. Well,
1: but you get the idea. I'm going to clean the
2: pantry. Totally. Well, and the fact that it makes you cook. Yeah. Like, you actually have to cook your food to improve your health and other stats.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure there's a better piece of armor in this cave but we should get more bomb flowers. Where do we go to get bomb flowers? Oh, we can go over here, but it's cold there, so we should go and cook some recipes first. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I'm three steps back, I'm like, I might not care. Mhm.
3: Mhm.
1: And that's a me experience. Sometimes I just need my games to have It's why I gave up on Elden Ring. I respected what Elden Ring was doing, and I was like, there is a world Eight years ago, where I fall completely in love with this game. Mm-hmm. But right now, I can't play for an hour and go, I'm exactly where I was 60 minutes ago. I'll play this again in three days.
2: I think that is less likely to happen on Tears of the Kingdom, because you just have you have more of an option to just go and fight things that you know you can beat, and discover areas of the map that you already know you're going to be comfortable. Whereas with Elden Ring, sometimes you would get yourself in a spot and be like, well, I'm stuck
3: now. Yep, I I don't know how to move forward. (laughs) And yeah, I'm also one of
1: the freedoms of getting older and having less time. I have started to not mind as much taking little shortcuts like Mm -hmm. lowering the difficulty or immediately looking something up if I'm getting frustrated.
2: So the the nice thing about this game is that I've only Googled two things. whereas What were those two things? uh, I'll remember them in a second because my brain's gone up on a a different tangent. But I remember with Breath of the Wild, I looked up quite a few shrines and how to complete them. I don't think I've looked up completing a single shrine yet, which has been a nice
1: change. So for us, we looked up two, but I'm not counting one because before we found the solution, like, I, my wife was actively looking it up and I figured it out. So mm-hmm. we were close, but we didn't actually get to that point of reading the answer. And then there was one where, yeah, we had just beaten our heads against the wall for 20 minutes. And I was like, I'm about ready to stop playing this. So we uh-huh. need to look it up. Do you have a, a frustration threshold of once you've been banging against something? Or are you the kind of person who turns it off and comes back later? I'll go and
2: do something else typically. Um, that's not normally an option in a shrine. So usually, with the shrine, I have to power through and figure it out. Uh, but it's worked every time on this game. Somehow, don't know. I guess
1: well, that, I feel like you're just subtly flexing now. Maybe yeah. <laughs> shrines are little puzzles for everyone listening. Yeah. Usually, they're either every... little pu-
0: mm-hmm.
1: they're either little puzzles that you have to use. So the m- big mechanic in this game is what's it called? I haven't actually heard. Haven't registered the name of the Uh, ability to ultra hand yeah you can get this big hand ghost thing that comes out of a magic glove and you can connect things and make little vehicles so they'll give you a problem and go how are you going to get across this huge gap and you'll look around the environment and go well there's a flying device and some fans and a ramp so i'll attach these fans to the and it does lead because there's definitely times where we have solved a problem that is a 100 percent not what we were supposed to do because you can just kind of do weird physics things and connects like i'm going to connect this and then it's going to roll over and then i'm going to jump on the top of it and keep running as it rolls and then i'm going to jump over here so it is it is very very cool mechanic and it does allow a lot of freedom so these little shrines are usually a one or two room area to go like again they don't give you the objective they don't tell you you need to do this and get over there you need to walk around your environment and go okay so there's a fan turning a wheel and there's this and this so how does that all fit together and it's
2: like the crystal maze you can see the crystal you
1: you just have to figure out all the pieces to get there I totally oh. still remember what happened on that show, even though that was like barely two months ago. <laughs> it gives me real Portal Two vibes. I, I where, Portal games. oh, you should play Portal. Where when I solve a, a like it's a you know a series of of puzzles, and when you solve one, you som- you sometimes feel like a god. Uh-huh. Like when you get to the end of that shrine, and the kid likes watching us play, and she especially likes watching it fail. She likes when I build something and it doesn't work. So that's fun when you have someone on one side of you trying to figure it out and someone on the other side hoping you don't do it because it's funny when you fall down the hole.
2: I've had moments like that with Melissa and usually we can laugh together, but there are times when she gets very
3: angry at me for
2: laughing at her. So She had one way she had to transport some wood to a town and she got sick of carrying it. So she tried to roll it down a hill and it rolled straight into a torch and set the entire
1: pile on fire. Fantastic. <laughs> and that's kind of the beauty of this game is the chaos of that. Does like making this game must have been a nightmare because there's not only stuff like that and how one object affects another within the world and the physics of everything, but even there's an ability called ascend where you if you're beneath an object that you can you and it's within you know a decent distance you can go up through the bottom of it and out through the top and every time we do it it's like this is it would be so easy for this game to break. In a thousand different ways Like, oh, you were just off And now you're stuck in a fence And it has never happened
2: I don't understand how they've managed to program A set of Rules that are like They're they're based in real life physics But they're obviously enhanced Real life physics, and they've committed to it To the extent that it works everywhere
1: Yep, it's insane Like, Whenever something happens Like, oh, I've set this object up to do this Let's see what happens if it fails, it doesn't fail for a reason that makes me sit there and go, why the fuck did that happen? <laughs> yeah. I can piece together that, oh, that side had too much weight. So when it went over, it fell to the, like when there's a ongoing series of side quests, we find this guy who's trying to post signs for, I don't even, I honestly don't even remember why he's doing it because it's been so long. It's, I think it's to uh,
2: advertise the Hudson Construction Company.
1: Yeah. So uh, uh, this fucking idiot, everywhere he goes, is trying to post a sign. He's like, I can't figure out how to do it, even after 30 or 40 times. And he always seems when you roll up to be like, oh, does he? OK, does he have a bunch of set locations? Or when you solve one, it? does he move to the logical next one? Because every time you run into him, he's like, oh, my God, who are you? Are you here to help? I've definitely
2: run into him. we been through
1: this dozens of times.
2: I've run into him in multiple locations without solving
1: one. So I okay, think yeah. See, I never not, I never don't do it. Right. Whenever I run into him, even if I am, st- I'm better now, but that first one almost made me rage quit. You were basically, he's holding up a sign and if he lets go, it will fall because he's an idiot and he doesn't know how f- weight or the world works. So you have to use it pieces of wood and platforms around you to figure out a way to make sure it doesn't fall
2: sometimes no one one tells you that the game doesn't tell you that that's what you're supposed to do
1: sometimes it's literally as simple as i'm going to jam a boulder under the front of the sign and it won't fall yeah but sometimes you're making the most like you're building a basically a tiny shed around it because the sign's on an incline so Mm -hmm. it will fall in any direction and every time you encounter this guy, he's like, he, he seems surprised. It's like, oh shit, it's still not working. Who are you? If you're not here to help, go away. Like, you know I'm here to help. <laughs> and I don't yeah. know how many of these guys there are. Every time I solve one, I'm hoping this is the one where he says, well, I think that's it. I think I've posted every single sign.
2: What do you think the reward will be? I always wonder that with nothing. all of these, like, literally
1: the internet, these... nothing. Yeah, same. He'll give you the same shit he gives you every time. Here's a decent meal, a ticket to stay at a stable that you'll never use. And a puff room. And a puff room. (laughs) Off I go. Your reward is knowing you'll never encounter me ever again.
2: Yeah, it sounds like that would be a good reward for you. I don't hate him nearly as much.
1: I don't hate him now. It was just the first few times where I was getting very, very frustrated. Now I basically just do the exact same thing every time. And it works 90% of the time. It works every time. (laughs) The kids that annoy me more than the sign guy are those
2: little idiots that are like, I'm too tired to go to my friend who's just over there. And it's like, well, if I leave you here for a day, you'll be well rested. And then you'll go, right? Nope. Still there. Yep. Still too
0: tired.
1: Yep. Those ones are sometimes fun because if it's down an incline, you can just boot that motherfucker down the hill and he just rolls. But yeah, sometimes you'll find these little Korok guys and they're like, oh, my friend's right over there, but I'm tired. Can you pick me up and carry me to him?
2: Well, speaking of another one of the cool mechanics on the game, if he's below where you need him to go, you can go up to where his friend is, chuck something down, attach him to it, and then reverse type. Oh
1: him just my it god, you could! We, oh my god You just made me realize how much time we spent Trying to get up an incline Surrounded by enemies when we could have just Beelined to the finish (laughs) Damn it Yeah, oh that's the other mechanic Is there's a rewind function So you can set something along a path And then reverse its movement So if something falls From the sky and this took us a while to figure out You can then jump on it, reverse it And ride it back up into the sky so there's stuff like that or like you know hey I'm going to send something down uh, a river then reverse it back to me jump on it and then go down the river on it stuff like that. Mhm. Which is also also very cool but um one mechanic that is proving controversial how do you feel about weapon and shield and bow durability because oh, everybody
3: durability.
1: Okay. Everybody Your shit breaks in this game. Yeah. It's not like if you're familiar with other Zelda games, you just have a sword and a shield and a bow. This, you find them throughout the world, and once you use them enough, they will break and be gone forever.
2: But that was the case in the last game as well. It was. The big difference in this game is that you can fuse things to your weapons to make them last longer and be stronger.
1: Oh yeah, there's a fuse ability. So if you have a sword and you see a big fucking rock, you can go, I'm going to attach that big fucking rock to my sword. And then there's just a rock on the end of your sword. So you hit people with this big-ass rock. Mm. And you can and get that's real creative
2: cool. with the things that you can fuse as well. It's fun. Can I have a, Yeah, I have a Kolgera jaw attached to one of my swords. Just so like 52 damage.
1: Hmm. Yeah. One of one of my favorite things to do, and I guess it's really confined sometimes to the shrines, is there are little weapon heads Like, oh, if you hit this thing, it will breathe fire. So you can attach that to, like, a wheel, hit it so that it breathes fire, and just send it towards a group of enemies, and they'll be like, what's that? And then they're on fire. Yeah.
2: Yeah, there's some good stuff like that. And you can really start to build some, like, heavy duty machinery with that. Like, you can build, like, planes with, like, 20 lasers just pointing off the bottom of them and then just get above an enemy and decimate it from the sky.
1: Which you kind of need to do, because even after 70 hours, I still can't really roll up to dudes and just take them on.
2: For the most part, I can. But the exceptions to that are obviously Lionels, which were ridiculously hard in the last game as well. And then those new three-headed dragon Gleok things. I haven't even attempted one of those. I've tried one, and it was, it was too hard. So I haven't, I haven't killed one yet.
1: But are you also just getting destroyed in, like, three hits? Or is that just us? Do we just have shit armor?
2: My, my armor now i've upgraded my pants and my top to 20 each and my helmet is 12 so i've gotten very very good
1: okay uh, i think we i think our next play time we need to be focused on that stuff yeah there's fairies they're in eggs you find music people they open them up we've done that and then they're like do you want us to upgrade your stuff and we go sure and they're like you don't have anything you need to do it i know like, oh. Well, to yeah. do that, we need to fight enemies, but we can't do that until our armor's better. Maybe we just turn the game off and go to bed.
2: I'll do that as long as you give me some of your money, some of your gems, and I get to sexually harass you for a minute. Okay, sounds good. <laughs>
3: fine. <laughs> as long as a bat doesn't take away four hearts, I really don't care, lady. What were we talking
1: about? Weapon durability. Yeah. Then I explained it, but I don't know if we got into whether it actually bothers you or not.
2: Well, it's, it's so here's the thing. I didn't play that much Zelda before Breath of the Wild.
1: Mm-hmm. I was so, actually going to ask that question from the top. Let's yeah. ask it now. What is oh, your no. pre-Breath of the Wild history?
2: We got into this a little bit on a, on a previous episode. That's how I remember that we were talking about this game on air, because I referred to Breath of the Wild as the original, never meaning the original Legend of Zelda game, just the original it's, that this game is clearly built on. <laughs> it's still a weird world. way to say it. But it's the same map, so it is like this. You know, Tears of the Kingdom was supposed to be DLC of Breath of the Wild, and then it turned into its own. Oh game. yeah,
1: because then I said we did talk about this. Because yeah. then I said that was the that was basically what e- ended up happening, kind of with Majora's Mask. Is you know what we built all these assets, let's try and get one more game out of it.
2: Mm-hmm. But no, I never played through a single Zelda game
3: before Breath of the Wild. I'd only ever dabbled a lot of friends play.
1: That's an interesting way to start. Mm-hmm. I've. I think I've done most of them. Like I played Links of the Past Back at release, Ocarina of Time was my Christmas present. The year it came out. It's probably those two are. You know, it's the same answer most people give, but those are probably my top two. I think the only one I haven't actually finished are the DS ones. We actually had to use the touch screen. And Twilight Princess. I got first is one of those weird ones where I got like 50 hours in a dungeon left and just didn't see it through for some reason was enjoying it <laughs> just and now i'd have to start over and i don't really want
0: to do that no so.
2: that makes sense i think i saw more of the tv show than actually played the
3: games before breath of the wild came around so yeah that wasn't very That's, good that show no we don't need to revisit that that's a weird that's a weird starting point, but an interesting starting point.
1: <laughs> Cuz now the big question is after these two big open world games, I've seen a lot of people go, do you want this to be how it is forever or do you want the next one to kind of maybe go back to the old way where it's not exactly open world, like you you can in a lot of the old Zelda you can kind of go wherever, like it's a very big map and you can kind of go wherever but there is definitely a little bit more structure to it. Like, you're going to go into a dungeon. There's eight, There's going to be eight dungeons. You're going to get an item at the end of each one, and then that item is going to help you accomplish the next task. And my answer is I might be ready for that. I don't think they can do this exactly again. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe they could get away with one more. Like, it's very similar... With a couple of new mechanics, and then I think they either need to tear down and rebuild or Yeah, I don't know what that looks like. Who knows where we'll be once they get there. Uh I are, well, you, are you saying like dead?
2: No, no, no. Like whether it's like it might be all immersive at that point, or maybe we're like running around, maybe VR is just a way or they found some alternative to VR that is like
1: more immersive. So they have to make it more open world as a result, otherwise you just get bored. If you're saying the next Zelda is you is actually put on a Link outfit and run around in the real
3: world, <laughs> I'm probably in. Zelda Go. Yeah, that'll be good.
1: <laughs> What's Pokemon Sleep?
3: I have no idea.
1: Okay. Because someone on my Facebook who was big into Pokemon Go posted about Pokemon like add me on Pokemon Sleep. Oh. I was like, what could that possibly be? Is and I'm did- I'm really <laughs> hoping it is literally just an app that you put on while you sleep
3: and it's like oh man yeah
1: Yeah, you you had your your rem was this you get a squirtle
2: so i'm reading about it right now it's a sleep tracking app that rewards the user with pokemon depending on the quality of their sleep
1: nice (laughs) holy (laughs) shit
2: i would be so good at
1: this game (laughs) nine hours fucking you get a charizard
3: That sounds really. The only way
1: to get Mewtwo is to get a solid eight hours for a whole year.
3: But it has to be eight
2: eight hours exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's the trick. The
3: the 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 counter resets eight two. Coward. Oh, this sounds great. I might actually have to get this. I might actually have to get this and add that person as a friend. (laughs) Four hours. I'm afraid Pikachu died. How come Link doesn't have to sleep? I know he can but like, what's the deal?
1: At this point in my game, I have kept him awake for at least three months. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably the same. Like, pretty easily. And the poor guy has a back pocket full of these overnight stable tickets. (laughs) So I can get him. I could get him at least two weeks of free rest in a good room at any stable in Hyrule. But instead, I'm just like, nah, man, keep climbing the mountain. Oh. There is also uh, a stamina meter for people who are not in the know. So everything takes stamina. So you can run for a bit, then you got to wait for your stamina to reset. But the big thing is basically climbing, swimming, and gliding. All of that takes stamina. So in the early parts of the game, if you see a big mountain, you ain't getting up there. So you gotta go do shrines to get light bulbs and the light bulbs get you more stamina.
2: Mm-hmm. So then HVU, you climb
1: mountains better.
2: I assume you maxed out your stamina pretty pretty early on.
1: I don't know, we did a lot of hearts We still have some room to grow stamina Because every time we encountered any enemy I'd be like, uh oh, this guy seems easy And then he'd wallop ten hearts away from me in one go Yeah Then I just realized, like, oh, he actually is walloping Thirteen hearts, you just didn't have enough hearts To notice (laughs) So now that you have more, you're still dying
2: Yeah, I think I have, I don't know I've got one heart on the second row So however many hearts that is
1: There's a second row? shit
3: (laughs) We don't have that many of them <laughs> And also Link still can't talk
1: Which is n- and never ending He's like in Movies when there's a phone call But the person on the other end must be talking Impossibly fast because anytime they're like Link what's going on He has to summarize hours of plot In This hand gesture yeah, it's and a Like two oh, hand shit. gesture always. Zelda's gone and there's a dragon. I don't want to say too much about the story. The story is actually pretty interesting, but also not delivered in any linear way. You have to go find. Yeah,
2: you can, you can find the, end is
0: the, the first glass, piece of the story. If you want which,
1: to. Yep. So there's no, uh, to get story bits, you have to find memory tears, which are scattered throughout the world, but they don't tell you this is first. This is second. So yes, exactly, you could go to the first one And be like, everyone's dead it's like, well, How did that happen, what? <laughs> and then get the fifth one and start to puzzle It all together, which is ha- what done, happened I've, To I've, us.
2: I've done all of the tiers And I still have a lot of missing pieces of the story So I'm a little bit confused now
1: Yeah, us too, some of it I think Comes with dungeons and some uh, yeah, oh, Temples probably, yeah Yeah, is. but it, it is an it, It's a pretty intriguing story which i mean let's face it past zeldas have not really been known for their narrative the only one that i can think that stands out like i point blank could not tell you the plot of Orcarina of time right. even though it is my second favorite zelda other than oh uh, 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 ganondorf <laughs> uh, majora's I mean, mask is the only one that stands out because that game is Do you know the basic concept of Majora's Mask? No,
2: but if you tell me, it might jog a memory.
1: Uh, The moon is falling towards the earth, or like the world this takes place in, and it will collide with it in 72 hours. So you're constantly re-looping back to the start of this 72-hour cycle, and some things don't reset. So if you, you know, oh, I beat the dungeon, that dungeon remains finished, but everything else is constantly looping. And as you get closer to the 72 hours, everyone in the game world starts to be like, well, I guess we're going to die soon. And like, it just the the mood changes so much of, uh, I don't think there's anything we can do about this now. And these like awful bells keep chiming and you can see like the, the and it's got this like giant grinning face so you can see it as it gets closer. The whole thing has a very like Odd vibe. You remember the,
2: the back half of Final Fantasy 7 is that way too. There's just an overwhelming sense of dread at the meteor that's been summoned. So.
1: Yeah. So that's the other one that stands out. But most of the other ones are just, hey, Link, bad guy, get the things to beat him. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this way, again, 70 hours, I don't even think Link is aware of who the bad guy is. So.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's piecing things together a little bit, but like I'm finding that the historical story that you're piecing together with the tears and what's happening in real life, it's hard to make the connections. It's like, okay, so all of this stuff happened in the past, so that means that all of these rock guys are on crack or something. (laughs) Yep.
1: At the the start of the game, it's very similar to Breath of the Wild, and I guess, not even slight, spoilers for Breath of the Wild, um, when you first emerge in the world it just says quest defeat Ganon mm-hmm. and that overarching quest is there the entire game. Mm-hmm. So then 70 hours later, when you beat Ganon that in one of my favorite video game moments of all time, when you beat him, the screen like fades to white and then def- the mission like defeat Ganon fades in and then completed fades in right underneath it. I got all goose bumpy. It's like, Oh, uh, shit! nice. Because I played Breath of the Wild in a very, very different way than Tears of the Kingdom, where the, we got the Switch literally a week to the day before our first child was born. Mm. So I was able to do a couple of fairly lengthy sessions, but then Breath of the Wild very much became, I have a 40-minute bus ride to work. I'm going to play some, I'm going to try this. I'm like, I you remember you were there, like my lunch break would basically just be like, I'll sit and talk with you, but I'll be playing Breath of the Wild at the same time. Because yeah, this was all until, I did.
2: Until, until rumors started that it was frowned upon in the workplace.
1: <laughs> did you start those rumors?
2: No, you don't remember that though. There was a manager at the time who had, had decided that it maybe wasn't appropriate for somebody to be sat outside their office playing games.
1: Yeah, I still did it though. <laughs> So that one was a very segmented experience, which I don't know, maybe it hurt my overall, I don't know, because everyone looks back at Breath of the Wild with all of this insane, it's one of the best games ever, all-time reverence. And I was like, I remember enjoying my time with it, but I think that's overshadowed Mm. by the experience of it's two o'clock in the morning and I can't sleep. I could either use 45 minutes to nap before the child wakes up again, yeah. Or we can try and do a shrine My overall take is that this is This is better, but it's
2: not Really a fair comparison, because it is Breath of the Wild with enhancements So
3: Yeah,
1: exactly It is that game, but better But it's, I don't think we can count it as The, like, oh, this is the next evolution Of Zelda, it's like, yeah. no, they took their Next evolution of Zelda and improved upon It, mm-hmm. like Assassin's Creed 2 To Assassin's Creed 1 Okay, you laid the groundwork, and I think now you
3: perfected it. And I hear they're planning to go backwards, so...
1: I'm honestly all for it. <laughs> Assassin's Creed just became so bloated.
2: Yeah, it's pretty dull, actually, as well. It's nowhere near as rewarding as Zelda
3: is when you're just going around doing random things.
0: I don't know,
1: sometimes I like my checklist.
3: Yeah, but it's, it's when... I, I
2: find that I'm compelled to go to every hint of gold on the map and, and dig out every chest or whatever. Yeah. And well, that, here's I can just be dull after a while.
1: So here's then the other question, because if you were to actually sit... So there are multiple tiers of finishing Tears of the Kingdom, <laughs> as far as I can tell. To finish an earlier thought, this one does a very similar thing as Breath of the Wild, where you basically start and they go, here's the main thing you need to do. Here are four spots on the map you should visit and we still have not done that. And in the back of my head that when you do that it's like oh you did it, but it's probably there's probably still like 30 hours of story yeah after that's done. I imagine that's true. So
0: you, you just got to think I, as well
2: if if based on your experience of doing one temple where you pick up a buddy and then that buddy allows you to do new things the fourth buddy probably allows you to do a whole bunch of things that you can't do yet. So yep.
1: Probably. Where was I going with all of this? Open. Oh, uh, yeah, it's multiple it's ways. It's of, f-
3: yeah, finishing. So it. you can I'm basically,
1: I imagine, it, like, I did the story and, you know, I did the side stuff I needed to do to benefit that larger goal. There's what we're probably going to do, which is not everything in the game, but, you know, we did most of the shrines. We didn't seek out the steeds, but we found a lot of them. I feel good about what we've done here. And then there would be the top tier, which is, I did every shrine, I found every seed, and then you start getting into dumb side quests where you fall down a well and there's a lady down there that's like, I need to know about every fucking well in Hyrule. Can you go to every single well and tell me about it? Great. Will you at least tell me which ones I've already found? Nope. Fuck off. Like,
0: so, like, seriously?
2: I think here's my line. I'm not doing all seeds. There's no way. There's like a thousand, apparently. I'm I'm not even at 200, I don't think. We're
1: not even at 100. Right. We're having a weird amount of trouble finding them.
2: Yeah, it it is actually harder than I expected it to be, um, even though they are everywhere when you actually start looking around. Um, I'm I'm doing all shrines for sure.
1: Yeah, I think we will too.
2: I'm going to attempt all wells. I'm going to. I'm
1: not going to. No. She will never know about the wells.
2: I'm also attempting all bubble frogs. So I've I've done the bubble frog in every cave I've visited so far.
1: Wait, do they keep track of that?
2: Yeah, it checks it off on your map if you've found it.
1: Didn't even know that. (laughs) What about um what about the the the, the compendium? Take a picture of literally everything. Hell no,
3: hell no. Not doing that.
1: They actually attached it to a side quest, those monsters. Yeah. We didn't have that before. It was just, you have a camera, take pictures if you want. Now it's like, oh, when you fit. And again, you know, like, okay, I took pictures of 900 and whatever things. Here you go. Thanks. Here's 100 rupees.
2: <laughs> Every light route as well. I'll do that in the depths so,
1: so that I can cover the entire map down there. I don't know if we'll do that either. And like I think I said, max, max battery as
3: well, just for fun. I don't think we're getting anything. Anything out of being down there. <laughs> I don't know. Is there anything left to I'm not sure. I don't know. How much more time do you think you're gonna put into it? I guess is one question. See, add. that's
1: my concern is
3: <laughs> I'm still really enjoying it, but after seventy hours the the drive isn't what it once was right
1: and there's highs and lows like when we finished the last temple there was kind of this drive like oh cool we did this and now we can open like let's go here let's go here or there was again i don't obviously we're going to spoil some of the mechanics so if you want to be completely blind to everything we unlocked the ability to detect shrines on your map Mm-hmm. And then we also unlocked the ability to look at where you've already been
2: on the map. Oh, the hero's quest. That's a game changer. I found so many shrines because of that.
1: See, we thought it would be. So we looked at the map and went, wow, we, there's no shrines there. And we've never explored there. Let's go. And then we just wandered around waiting for our radar to ping some stuff. And it wasn't happening. No, so I was I- like, again, I'm getting annoyed. <laughs> and I think that was our last play session of like let's go over here and find something, and we just were never finding anything,
2: maybe because you've not done enough sky shrines. How many shrines have you got?
1: yeah, eighty something okay, I'm over hundred now, hmm. so yeah, I don't know, so there like we have not played it that much because right now we're in a cycle where uh my wife, who's got some leave uh we'll play final fantasy 16 during the day. And then I take over and play it at night. But she's also said like, when I have finished it, she wants nights to go back to Zelda because we also, our other concern with her and I being who we are is if we don't get back to it soon, Zelda will become one of those. Fuck, We really do need to get back to that. And then we <laughs> final chose. fantasy
2: seven part two coming soon. Final <laughs> fantasy
1: seven part two launches next year. <laughs> so, yeah, it would join the ranks of yeah, Final Fantasy seven and uh the newest Monkey Island game and uh, Sherlock Holmes game. And Scott, I had another one we were playing co op and now I don't remember what it was, but and oh, uh, yeah,
2: were, were, were you a tag team in an AEW game? I don't even know if you can do that.
1: I haven't even gotten back to that one yet.
2: Yeah, I've played 20 Whoa. minutes. I feel terrible for having bought that and not played it at all. It'll go on
1: sale before I play it again. That's my other concern is I do need to get back to it before it's like, hey, guess what?
3: It's $40 And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. Of course it is.
1: So, yeah, that that's about where I'm at. So to answer your question, I, it's hard to say.
3: Mm-hmm. We... Like the next time we play, I think we will do the next temple. I feel like once it gets to that point where it's like, you know what, whatever, then we would just drive our way through the story.
1: So I would say I see a world where we easily go to at least over the 100 mark, but it's hard to say without knowing how much story content is left. Like we might get to the end of those four main things and be told, hey, there's four more. I have
3: no idea. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I or still maybe, haven't even explored the Southwest, so I don't know what's down there. It's fucking crazy to me. We just went wherever all the time.
1: <laughs> it sounds like you easily have another 100, 100 hours to yeah, go. on top I, think, of. I
2: think so. I think I could easily put another 100 in. Mm-hmm.
1: There's, there was a on the two month mark of when the game came out, which I think was last week, there was a post online that was like, at this point, how many hours have you put into tears of the kingdom and seeing the people saying like 200 hours, not done the story. It's like, Oh my
0: God.
3: So I don't know. We will finish it. There's no way I can like, I'm, I
1: don't, I can't think of too many other games that I've put this many hours into already. Like Whenever there's one of those online threads of how many, like, I don't know, do you know offhand what your most hours into a game ever is? For me, like some of them, the ones that I'm sure are at the top of the list are ones that I can't tell. Like SimCity for the Super Nintendo is probably many hundreds of hours, Mm -hmm. but I'll never know.
2: I had over 300 on Smash Brothers, on 64. (laughs) Okay, so
1: I can't, I don't think I can touch that. Like when you go and look at the switch, like what's your most? It's like the Super Nintendo app. It's like, well, that doesn't count because I would spend like I spent ten hours beating this game, ten hours beating this game.
2: I was trying to break the world record for break the targets on Smash Brothers 64 with Mario.
1: How many hours of those three hundred were devoted to just that?
2: I'd say a third.
1: Yeah. Okay. Jesus.
2: Because yeah. I, I did every every break the pla- every break the targets and every board the platforms with every character and set the records on our game. It was a shared game in my university house. And then every time somebody would break a record, I would have to go back and break it again. <laughs> I wasn't standing for that. So. Yeah, that's fair. And then if we were all there together, we would be
1: playing multiplayer
3: and just beating
1: each other up. So yeah, the, um, the most played game, I think, on our Switch is Captain Toad, but that's just because my oldest. When she discovered that game, she got deep. I remember one particular, like there was one rainy day and we kind of snap back to reality and we're like,
3: how long has she been playing Captain uh, Toad?
1: <laughs> so having her definitely has falsely inflated a lot of the numbers. So if someone looked at that and went, how did it take you 160 hours to be Captain Toad? It's like,
3: it took me 10. Don't look at me like that. It's Like, did you seriously spend this many hours on
1: this game's like no i didn't she just likes to wander around the open world <laughs> yeah i don't know the only one i can think of is persona 5 i put over 100 hours in and that was also the game that made me realize i was okay with lowering the difficulty which if you remember i won't name names but someone we both work with was like hey man i'm stuck on this boss in persona five like any tips and i was like slower the difficulty to easy that's what i did he's like that's not a fucking tip." 'Cause I remember he then went to you and was like, Did you hear this? I'm looking at <laughs> her strategy and he's like, just go to easy. I was like, um, yeah, I when I played through Jedi Survivor, I was definitely pretty okay with, you know what story mode.
3: I forgot about Jedi hit, Survivor. Hit, hit.
1: I have I have finished it. Oh no. It's been put to the I do want to do more side stuff in that game, but then it I beat it like the day Final Fantasy came out and it has completely taken over. I, I, I read the book. Connecting the game. Yeah, you got to get how, to it. How did I forget that the
2: game existed?
1: <laughs> gotta get to it. That should have been your 10 days. Oh, what Bruce did Elder best. Ring take me? Like 180, something like that. Something ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, Jedi won't take you that long. I think I'm yeah. at like 30 hours and I've done the story and a decent amount of side stuff. So,
3: yeah. Probably needs to start doing some like real life stuff. This is, mm. this is becoming a sad reflection all of a sudden. Hmm especially with fantasy football season on the
0: horizon.
3: Mm. <laughs> I mean, if you want to have hobbies and stuff, I guess fine, but <laughs> I don't know, just get to that point where it's like,
1: maybe I don't need to get everything that there is on the map. Believe me, I know it's not easy to walk away from because you can see it, it's right there. <laughs> but And it also drives me insane when it's like, Here's a list of the number of things and how many you have and I'm staring at it and going okay but that's not the those numbers don't match. Uh-huh. Yeah. 796 out of 800 isn't 800. I should fix that. <laughs> and then I do and then I get a little digital bronze trophy that makes me feel all, like okay fine I guess never look at it again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe I'll go on the internet and be like, hey guys, I got the platinum in Final Fantasy and one person will like my post and I'll be like, it was worth it. Absolutely worth the 80 hours. I also just discovered a trophy in that game is beat it again. So it's like, oh, right, maybe uh, that's, I'll draw the line. No. Like beat it again, but harder. It's like, ah. Yeah, that, that was the not. Case in, in the remake of Seven as well. Although I think if you skip cutscenes, that game is 17 minutes long, so who knows? (laughs) That's also my thing I'm currently enjoying, Final Fantasy 16. That makes sense. Um, It has taken over both of our lives in this house right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm at the 50-hour mark. I'm pretty sure this is it. It has a very... But because it's also a Final Fantasy game, it was like 10 o'clock at night, and I went, if I open that door i am probably staring down the barrel of 30 minute cutscene 40 minute boss fight 30 minute cutscene 20 minute cutscene i need to stop that's too annoying my wife is going to see barbie tonight so yeah. maybe tonight's maybe tonight's the night where i actually but then there's also i'm pretty sure i'm gonna go to that door press x and they'll go if you go through that door that's it are you sure and I'll go.
3: Fuck. Let me pull up the trophy guide. What can I knock out? And then a week from now, I'll be ready. But uh, yeah, it's very,
1: it, it is, it is very good. I'm enjoying it a lot. The story is interesting. Uh, it's rated M for mature, but in a way that doesn't feel forced. Like, oh, the characters say fuck now, but like it's not trying to be edgy. It's just the story is. Darker, and it makes sense for characters to be sitting around and going "fuck me" a lot more than in maybe past stories. So I mean, uh, that
2: we play it, but this will be a sale game for me. I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's we're probably approaching the first one of those. I would say at this point. Yeah, I don't like spending eighty nine ninety nine on games, but I did it for Tears of the Kingdom, and I did it for this one because I knew that you know we'd get our get our value out of it but yeah for sure Mm -hmm. really really don't want to make a habit of it and fucking diablo 4 was 94.99 for a little bit i think they lowered the price before it actually came out but if we're once it hits 99.99 for a new game i think i'd have to tap out on everything yeah that is a bit much Mm
2: -hmm. other saying that i bought the whatever it was that like elite edition of the aws because i was like
3: oh. well, I, can't, I can't not have those characters so <laughs> yeah i did not do that no it makes sense to you. what are you currently enjoying well it should be that game but as i said i barely
2: played it but i will stick to the gaming theme but it's a book um it's a book called tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow um and it's about Two video game designers and just their their lives in in Boston in the nineties, and then their backstory, and then as they move towards adulthood and, and successfully develop a video game, and then work towards developing new video games off the back of their success. Um, really good read. Really good read. Um, okay. Yeah, very very like character based. So like the games are a backdrop to exploring these two characters and their and their history together. Um, when I heard about it at first, I was like well, is this Ready Player One again? Like, what are you giving me here? But this is its it's not even close. It's way better.
1: Yeah, Yeah, as long as it's trying to tell an actual story and not just, hey, back to the future. (laughs) Ah? That might as well be the name of that fucking book. (laughs) Back to the future, winky face. Yeah. Did you read Ready Player Two? No, I forgot. It's, you read one though, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So you'd think maybe he learned the error of his ways, right? Because, oh, a lot of people said you went a little hard on the pop culture stuff. Mm-hmm. Ready Player Two feels like the ultimate middle finger. And it's just a complete double down. What if less story, more references? Well, that's a choice.
3: <laughs> Spielberg, do you want to go? No, you don't want to? Okay. Not going to touch that one? Right. <laughs> Ooh, thank you. Ready Player Three is just going to be a link to a Wikipedia page. Movies that
1: released between 1980 and 1989 and a bunch of clickable links to learn more. The picture will just be some member berries from South By. Yep. <laughs> um, I actually should cite a couple of books, but I'm recording another episode tomorrow, so I should save that because Good idea. it's just going to be Final Fantasy again tonight, and then on Sunday I'm doing Barbenheimer. Yay! And like officially doing it
2: Wait in that order you're doing Bob and Because I heard it referred to as uh, Oppenbees or something yesterday Because oh, it was not, like they're it's, doing it's, the serious one first
1: I'm opening with I, I, I've been saying it wrong this whole time It's not Oppenheimer at all it's Oppenheimer I've been saying Oppenheimer like a fool Oh interesting yeah And then I saw a trailer and they were like Oppenheimer It's like fuck so it sounded a, like an idiot
3: for months as a, as a chemistry graduate, Oppenheimer came up a fair bit, so I already knew.
1: You should have told me. I'm pretty sure I've said it on this podcast. Just <laughs> let me carry on like a fool.
2: Well, I mean, given that, not, not that we're going to reveal your daughter's name, but given that I wasn't even pronouncing that correctly, I have no authority on pronunciation.
1: You know what? Fair. <laughs> uh, uh, two o'clock show of Oppenheimer and then but a 90 minute break to get some food and then back in the theater for 640 Barbie. So (laughs) should be good. They're very well reviewed. So.
2: Yeah. I saw that. I I intend to see both, whether it will happen in theaters. I'm not sure.
1: It's very fun to go back to remember back to about a year ago when people were, they announced the two movies were going to open the same day and everyone went, Oh, one of them's going to blink first and move. There's no way, but opening the same day has been so beneficial for both of them all of us in the world did so much free marketing for them i think we gave it a name and everything they didn't have to do a thing they can't now anyway because of the strike but it doesn't matter because we're all right here going oh barbenheimer and they're just sitting back going i didn't count on any of this like apparently they're both going to make crazy amounts of money and amc came out and said something like forty thousand people have bought tickets for both movies on the same
3: day and so well done, whoever decided to let that ride and go, you know what? Keep it. This is, it has worked out terrifically for all involved. So well done. Uh, yeah, that's that. Thank you, Rob, for joining me here today. Thanks for
2: having me on and having me not prepare a thing. Yeah, I'll make up for it next time
1: with our Richie Rich episode starring Macaulay Culkin. Um McCulcast now. Who's the adult in this? Somebody else I know, isn't it? I can't remember.
2: I definitely saw this movie.
1: August cul a golly culkin.
2: MacFaulie Culkin. There's gotta be a way to work August into his name. No, it's just the whole fall. It's August and
1: symptom McCauley August. Swim to <laughs> try. Richie Rich getting even with dad. The Good Son, and My Girl.
3: Fuck, it's really easy to do a themed month around Macaulay Culkin. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: I'm going to keep workshopping that. Maybe August is Macaulay Culkin month. <laughs> if anyone has any ideas, please post a comment below. Because
1: I assume maybe you found this on Twitter. Or send an email to like this podcast at gmail.com And, uh, oh, God, Rob, you got to take us out with a
3: classic quote from Tears of the Kingdom. You can probably just go like this. When Zelda's been kidnapped. Good night, everybody.
0: So for all those things nostalgic, I ask, so do we sit like this?